This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. <laughs> Hello and welcome to <laughs> Law & Order S Review here on Fanversation. I'm Yael Teagle. I'm joined as always by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. We also have a very special guest joining us today. Sarah Pujala is back. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello. Thanks you so much for having me back. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you for being a super fan of SVU and S Review. We appreciate it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. much. Um, (laughs) We're today talking about an episode you chose. You chose this. I want Mm -hmm. want any any credit or blame. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Thanks. Thanks You're welcome. Um, We're talking about season 11, episode nine, Perverted. Uh, But before we jump into it, as a reminder, if you are in a situation where you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. I didn't even look at it this time, and I said it, and I'm so proud of myself. It just rolled off my tongue. It only took five years. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, what does that spell? Is Taylor delayed? Is Taylor, what's it spell? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm here. I hear you now. I think I was behind, but it spells hope. I'm assuming that's what you asked me when you cut out. It spells hope. <laughs> good job. That's great. That's so good. <laughs> You're with us now. Listen, I know. I kept up. I was like, I know the journey that we're going on, and I know the destination. So when I get there, I know what my role will be. Amazing. Um, cool. So here is the quick cap for season 11, episode 9, Perverted. Detective Benson claims that she is being framed for a brutal murder, murder and mutilation of a biker, but how can she explain away the discovery of her DNA on the murder weapon? Uh, what did we think of this episode? Uh, Sarah, why don't you tell us why you chose this one for us? Okay, so so may it be known, I did send y'all like a list because I'm bad at narrowing down a single episode. But this was near the top of the list because I tried not to go back too far. And a couple of the reasons I enjoy this episode, because for me, it's one of the ones whenever I see it on a marathon or something, I find myself sitting down and rewatching it. I do. And there's oh. a lot of great lines from it. I do. I don't know why I do. Well, I kind of know why. Maybe. I, I'm a big Mariska slash Olivia fan. So the fact that it's Olivia focused and, and, and it has her in peril, but in a different way, we, we get all kinds of hostages and guns to her head and all that kind of, that's like every day with Olivia, but this was like a little different. <laughs> this was like, oh, this is a different kind of peril and I'm, um, I'm intrigued, you know, and um, it's classic SVU. All of our favorite faces are there, Munch and Cragen and Stabler. And it's just like, it could stand alone. I thought about this when I rewatched it. I was like, this mm-hmm. episode, even if you're not a like a, you know, diehard fan, you could still sit down and be like, oh, this episode's interesting. And I think you'd enjoy it still. You might miss some of the nuances and the references and all of that, but I, it would still be good as classic SVU is in their formula. But then just, and also the nature of it and what it's about and the subject matter, as so many episodes do, <laughs> pull me in and are enjoyable to watch. And now, fast I won't jump too far ahead, but like fast forward to the future of SVU and what we know, some things from this episode made me go, 
what? I can't believe what I know now. I'm thinking and watching this with certain scenes with people like, oh, I don't know how I feel anymore about certain things. So I won't go there yet till we get there. But you all know what I'm talking about. Y'all get it. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. you make some, some reasons why I like it. <laughs> you make really great points about why you like it because I don't. I feel like for me, when when a case doesn't have like a weird sexual kink or like some wild character, uh, I'm kind of like, yeah, this is an okay episode. But rewatching it, this is a really great episode, and you describe it really beautifully. Um, Taylor, what did you think? <laughs> Yeah, I agree. There's, I mean, there's not like the classic twists and turns, but like we meet a lot of characters, which I appreciate, respect. Um, going off of what Sarah was saying, I'm assuming you're alluding to the Tucker of it all and the Elliot of it all. Yes. And that like sort that. of, just to offer the shipping perspective here, because I know most people like that too. Yeah, it's insane yeah. to see like it's where they thing. were in season 11 versus where they were. And like, obviously now season 20, you know, 21 and 22 and 23 and like all of that um it's interesting to think about it side mm -hmm. by side and how these people have evolved and you know where they are now versus where they've been we've come so far in some ways and have never left other places yes yeah yes. Um, you're totally right so we start with a tourist who spots the body um what do we think of these tourists taylor classic <laughs> I'm obsessed with that. Uh, what the hell is that? It's the, <laughs> the devil, way sweetie. she delivers that. Is everything it's, it's the devil, sweetie. It's the devil, sweetie. I, I love, love it. it. And like that little girl is just like so hardcore. Like she literally is like, I would love to get mugged on the subway just to say I did, like just for the experience, for the vibes. And I'm like, she's gonna grow up and be terrifying because that's that's future terrifying. Future perp, thought. bring her back. Future perp, like I have no doubt in my mind. She's the doing something right, do right. It. It's right there. <laughs> she knows what New York is all about. She does. She, she does. does. I respect she that. Does. I like that about her. <laughs> you know she was coming back without her parents for her own trip in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we find our dead body, which is uh, Clyde. He was in a biker gang. He has Olivia's card on him. We then go to Olivia, who is homesick with the flu. I'm skipping all the, like, fun parts of these because we'll get to those fun parts of that dire scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's homesick with the flu and Elliot's taking care of her in this scene. What are we, how are we feeling? How's our ship growing? Oh, I did lots of awes with the scene. This, this, the, the, I love those little interact. I'm always a fan of the interactions, the little moments like that with our, our detectives and our beloved characters outside of the job. I know some people don't like that and I don't like too much when it takes away from a case, but I like getting little, and especially, you know, Olivia and Elliot, I I I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> it's so it's so in character too because yeah. they're just like like bickering with each other essentially, which I love. Like I love. It's not like oh, like let me make you some food. It's like you have nothing in your fridge. This is embarrassing. And she's like, it's called delivery, babe. Like that's mm -hmm. what we do here. And so I just love their back and forth. It feels very authentic and it. like it's my favorite kind of. And banter. her. Her blanket thing that she's wearing, not to go yes. too off tangent. No, that do was it. actually Please. that was actually a product on the like Joyful Heart Me and Row, like where the necklace comes from. I have my fearlessness right. necklace on. Aww. And that same website, yeah. That same website, um, at one time when this episode aired, I'm sure that blanket, it had an actual name, not a snuggie, but some other cool. Right, because it didn't have sleeves. Yeah, it was kind of like a poncho. Arms. Yeah. And it was like a blanket that you could wear like that. And she wore it on the show and was like, Yeah, you know, you can 
you can buy, you know, what I guess it was for sale at some point. I never ended up getting one. I'm sure they were cost a nice penny, but they, that was a thing. I remember that because when I rewatched it, I went, oh, that blanket. Now I would like to get one. It looks cozy. I'm so <laughs> glad you brought that up because I remember watching it this time being like, what a weird design. <laughs> this has to be like a very specific thing. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's hard. It was. Oh, man. Okay, well, uh, for anyone watching, if you could find the link to where I could buy one. Um, Please, secondhand, I don't care. Like, I just eBay. need it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Here's, here's what I'm realizing. In our current situation, there is a real good chance we're going back in. So uh, I would love one of those this winter. It'd be a good product to have. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, so this takes us to uh, our biker gang. We meet T-Bone. Um, and that leads us to the web. My notes, look, I was laughing too hard. My notes are very, very sparse. I would like to point out um, something that's only relevant to me, but I feel like I should say it because every time I watch this episode, I think of it. That is my dad's nickname for me is T-Bone. And so every time I watch this, I feel um, excited yet called out. Oh. I'm like, this is uncomfy, but I'm glad that that's... Your nickname is T-Bone? Yes, because it's it stems from um, Grease 2. I see. That's what they're called the T-Bones um, by oh. accident. And wow. so my dad would always call me that because my name is Taylor. So fun fact for you. Look at that. You get a yes. shout out in this episode. I did. I felt honored. It's like such a, a, an aggressive name. I'm an aggressive person. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, you're one of the kindest people in the world. It's ironic, you know? I see. I see. All right. Yeah. It's. I feel like T-bone is not a fully formed bone on the body. It's, no. like a, it's still soft and mushy like a baby's head. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> cool. Uh, we're on the same page. Okay. Great. Yeah. I um, <laughs> thanks. So we also see uh, they have a website where they essentially documented this woman's rape. Um, Starla, I have to give this shout out. Starla is uh, played by Emma Miles. She is a repeat offender. She's also from Orange is New Black and a bunch of other things. Uh, but the the I didn't even realize that was her. Yeah. The oh. thing that has to be noted about Emma Miles is that she's a huge SVU fan. Yes, yes. Hey, I, wow. I didn't know she that. blended into that character so well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so good. Uh, so we find out that there was a, a 911 call about um, the bike because the bike is missing and Starla's like, he wouldn't go anywhere without the bike. Last time I saw him, he was on the bike. I love um, that bike. <laughs> I love that. I love that bike. That was a good moment. <laughs> such a good moment. I love that bike. Um, and it seems that it was dinged by a black Mustang, which then gets us to the weirdest, I think, part of the entire story. I I like the way it's explained, actually. So apparently, Olivia Benson owns a black Mustang. This is the first time we ever hear about it, and I love the way she explains. Like you know, I. Lived in the city my whole life, and I guess last year I had a midlife crisis and bought one. And correct I me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we ever see her drive that car no, with that no. car ever again. No. Yet, yet, I, maybe it's parked in her building. <laughs> no, by the time no. she gets Noah, she definitely gets She's rid of done. that car because yeah. now Fair we enough. see her driving like an SUV sometimes. Yeah. She's right. definitely becoming a, a minivan kind of woman. Fair enough. Upsetting. Upsetting. I loved the car. 
I'd like to believe that Cragen bought it off her when he retired. Oh, I, I like, like that. that theory. I like, they were I like going with lot. it. I like it. I think that I like makes it. Canon. It. He's the only one who's seen it. <laughs> and uh-huh. it makes sense. Yep. Um, so she comes into the station. She is the prime suspect. I have to discuss this because of the current time period that we are in. She has the flu. She's so sick. Do not ask. go to work. Get your ass inside. <laughs> I We are no longer accepting people coming into work with a cold. It's not mm-hmm. a thing no, we're ma'am. doing. Anymore. No, ma'am. I did like the little um, swine flu shout out we got too. That dates itself. You know, you know where I know when it was. I remember that time so vividly. And it was just every time I see it, I'm like, I know exactly when this was in time because it was such a thing. Just like I I know that this will be a thing. (laughs) Yes. And I thought makeup wise, they actually did. She still looked too good for being sick with the flu, but I want to look that good with the flu. But she, the makeup job, like she had the little rosy cheeks and the nose and she wiped her nose with the tissue i thought it was presented you know in means of television world pretty well and she acted it pretty well i liked her gradually getting better you know as we know by the end she's over the damn flu but (laughs) but uh, i like that's why she's an emmy winner that's why she's in she can sound congested like that why didn't they submit this for her emmy yeah yeah honestly like okay guys Clearly. We know what we're doing, okay? And the hair um, goes from up to down. It's a whole thing. We know the journey. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I, girl, I agree with you. She, I remember the first time I saw this, I was like, oh, she was probably sick. That's why they wrote it this way. But no, that wouldn't make any I sense. I thought of that, yeah. But no. Uh, no, that wouldn't make sense. They would <laughs> tell it not to come in, in fact. Yes. Nowadays, for sure. Yes. Yeah. People do not go to work sick. No, Mudge even yeah. says they're they're staring at you because of how contagious you look. Yeah, right. I love that. <laughs> oh, Mudge, 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 Mudge. So she visits the morgue and asks Warner to take a DNA swab. Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, and then we go and find uh, Khalil Assad, whose phone was used to make the 911 call, but luckily they noticed that he has a very heavy accent. <laughs> yeah. I have a heavy cost load today. I, I, almost, <laughs> I almost wish it was just, it, was, it would have been a woman. Rather than that would have been funny. Like, oh, well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and fun fact with names and stuff, my first landlord ever was named Khalil. So whenever I hear this, it, watch this, and I think of, he did not look like this Khalil or sound like him. Oh, okay. His name <laughs> was Khalil. <laughs> just fun okay. fact. <laughs> Shout out to Khalil if you're watching. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it seems that there's an undercover with the biker gang. I think this is the first time watching it that I realized that the undercover cop and T-Bone are not the same person. Right. It takes a minute, right? Yeah, they all blended yes. for me too. They, they, all, they both had the long hair. Mm-hmm. The only difference mm-hmm. is that T-Bone wears a bandana. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And because we saw T-Bone in the in the squad room. So you're thinking like, oh, this is the guy they're talking to. But no, no, it was no. Indigo. <laughs> yeah. Indigo. 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 <laughs> um, I love the way he like gets to Stabler by pouring, was it beer on his car? It was like Mountain Dew to me, but I don't know. Maybe it could have been beer. Yeah. <laughs> it was in a 40 <laughs> bottle, right? 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think so. Some booze. I, at some point, I thought it was gas. I was like, he's going to turn, like, light up the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our undercover cop tells him uh, that there's a surveillance team to go and ask them. So they go to them, and we find out that someone put a tracker on Clyde's bike. Honestly, I think it was, we're almost at the part where I was like, well, I lost interest. <laughs> but this whole <laughs> first part, I was like, fascinated. It was hilarious and weird and silly. Um, so then IAB comes in and tells uh, Benson that uh, Tucker says that she's been identified as Clyde's killer. Uh, she, being Olivia, the most Olivia move, waves Miranda. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would just like to note the first time, I think the first time I watched this, I was so confused because she was laying on a couch and I thought she was back at her apartment. And I was right. like, is she dreaming? Did he break into her house? I was like very disoriented. <laughs> and this time, obviously watching, I was like, oh, she just fell asleep in the squad room. But the first time I was like, what is going on? Like, how did he get in here? Like, I really thought she was back home. I P.S. P.S. Yeah. I also want to look that good when I'm like in a dead fever induced sleep. Oh, yeah. Like, she still right. looks great. I'm like, girl, She's no, playing. you look too good for this. You don't have a fever right now. <laughs> right. Fine. I I don't know what she's drinking to look that good when green she's juice, that sick. Apparently. Yeah, I was going to say green juice. Throw back to like 2014. All right. <laughs> green juice. All right, everybody. It's green juice time. Green juice time. <laughs> Um, so she waves Miranda. She's in this in the squad where she's in the interview room talking to Tucker. And he asks, Why did you see a psychiatrist last year? Was it PTSD? Uh, he's like, you know, is it possible that Clyde was attacking you in this dark alley that I've invented? Um, and that you had a flashback that would be understandable. The question is, she asks, who told Tucker? How did he know about this? Especially because she saw someone who was outside of the department. We never get an answer. Yeah, no, we don't. I, I just realized that too when you said that. Who was the little snake? Somebody. We have a rat. It's, yeah. We have a rat. <laughs> I would also like to, I know we've talked about this, uh, I believe, when we discussed season 13, episode one, um, but I think it needs to be said again about this IAB situation um, because, again, the show is trying to tell us that IAB is the enemy. Um, always, but if you look at this from an like from an outside perspective, who doesn't know Benson, who does not know that she is clearly framed, who you know didn't witness that she was homesick when this happened, um, th- there seems to be a killer cop, and it's understandable <laughs> that IAV is is investigating, right? right? Like the show yeah. wants us to believe that it's it's not okay, but it. It is because mm-hmm. we think that, that there's a killer cop. Exactly. Exactly. Like, did he have to be? Yeah. About you, it? Like, like probably not. Right. But yeah. Although he's what known. Were you saying, Sarah? Well, I guess I don't, he's he's known Olivia and Elliot for quite some time at this point, I would think. So, but I don't know. You're right. From the outside, I get it. He's doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> and also, to I be fair, they have not always been Tucker in this episode. Yeah. True. They've, they've had their big <laughs> said, and I quote, I'd rather ask for pardon than permission. <laughs> yes. Mm. 
<laughs> I mean, Tucker yeah. is known for going after them. He literally, when yeah. he's interrogating her and Stabler pops in, he's like, I definitely thought that I would come after you, but I don't have anything. So like they make, again, they continue to make Tucker this bad guy, which again, knowing where we, where this goes, remember that yeah. time he thought she murdered a guy? <laughs> I think you that's what she's saying. Doesn't Olivia, is, I forget which episode, maybe you'll know, y'all. Isn't there somewhere where, as with Finn, where she says, like, oh, that's water under the bridge now. Like, she forgive, forgave him for this. Like, they do reference mm. this in a recent episode, I think. Mm. I, I don't recall the episode. Yeah, I think so, too. I but I, I, now I want to go back and figure it out. <laughs> well, if y'all know, if yeah. anyone watching, Daryl, where are you at? You yeah. always have our answers. Yeah. Um, so it seems that the DNA matched. And I really do appreciate the moment where Benson says, I told Warner to run it. Why would I have done that? And then she's like, look, I got no cuts. Where did the blood come from? All good points. Um, so then Stabler yells at Warner, which like, enough, unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, no one, no one comes for Warner. She doesn't no. put up with it though. Mm-mm. Oh no, she really doesn't. Uh-uh, I love that. Um, and then Langan appears. Langan. This is the other reason oh. I like this episode. We get a Mariska and her husband moment. I see. Nobody knew that's her husband in real life. Peter, Peter's Mariska's yes. husband. So that's they can't really deny the chemistry, even though you know it's a whole. He's being her lawyer and whatever, but it's sweet. I like it cute she looks short next to him and sweet <laughs> in, the, in the courtroom <laughs> that's true and the, i think it's the thumbnail for this uh for this video beautiful right. yes yes yeah. so i appreciate together. it i appreciate it <laughs> yeah. um so he's defending her she gets held uh and then the bikers threaten her stabler bails her out mortgaging he mortgages his house, his house. <laughs> i know ha, did like, he tell kathy about it no. Nope. <laughs> Wish we could have been there for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is where the episode gets, I would say, a little more confusing because now we're looking for a Lawrence Shajinsky. I didn't even look up what how it's spelled. I wrote it phonetically so I'd say it right. right. So apparently, this guy followed Benson for some guy named Brady Harrison. This is the moment where I was like, I'm done. I'm, I've lost interest. It does part. get very kind of confusing. I'm like, it's like so many layers. I'm like, for what? You know? Yes. It's one of those things where um, we have, we we are like going through the levels to get to our bad guy. So let's let's not meet all of the levels. Let's meet the bad guy. Exactly. Um, so we, because we find Lawrence Shizinski, but not Brady uh Harrison, Harrison. Mm-hmm. yeah who went to jail with Clyde which is how it all ties together so mm-hmm. Brady's missing and then Warner luckily realizes that the DNA is not so great uh there is an issue all right Sarah's back um, oh, I'm back sorry I don't know what that was no that <laughs> is. it just happens sometimes yeah yeah uh so Warner realizes that there's something wrong with the DNA um and lets us know about an Israeli discovery on how to make fake fake DNA, which everybody watching our show should stick around till our rip from the headlines information. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Finn goes to visit some 
DNA doctor who like, you know, knows how to do this apparently. And that's how we get Brady's whereabouts. So again, we got Lawrence Shijin, Lawrence Shijinsky, who let us essentially know where. Brady Harrison is a name that we've heard, have not met yet. And then we go to some random doctor. I was like, there are too many people at this point. They're all white guys. Like I, I was don't... just gonna say that. I was like, if there were any, like, if right. they were different ethnicities, if there was if there was like women involved, but like they're all the same to me. Like I can't yep. differentiate. It's the same reason I have with T Bone and the undercover cop. Is yes. like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I that's different looking people, please. Right. My brain is too small for that. You know who I can recognize instantly as a different person? Khalil Assad. Yeah, no kidding. Come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh, you're right. And it's, they're throwing so much information at us. At like right. one swoop, you're just like, whoa, what? 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 Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's at this point that I'm like kind of checked out. Anyway, so Brady breaks into Liv's apartment. Um, and then we have something that I find very interesting, and I'll, I'll explain in a second. So he's like, why did you have Clyde terrorize me in prison? He thinks that she told him to attack her, um, to attack him, because she had said a pretty boy like you is going to be real popular in prison. Maybe I'll understand what you put these women through. Um, he goes to kill himself. She stops him. He's arrested. And then, you know, the doctor, remember that guy that randomly popped in? Yeah, he's uh, proud of his work, essentially. And that's the case. Dun dun. That's the case. I think we also need to remember that she grabs a lamp, which I'm going to do right now just for visual aid. Thank you. Thank you for the visual yes. aid. You're yes. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. For those listening to the audio version, Taylor grabs a lamp. A la Olivia Benson style. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I had to thing. be. Here's the Here. thing. Um, so this episode introduces this concept of fake DNA um, and they like talk about when the doctor's arrested at the end that like they found his his records and there are a bunch of cases that like are literally currently happening that he may have been involved in and that never comes back into play. <laughs> the idea that DNA can be faked mm -hmm. is put into this show as canon whether it is true in real life or not it is in the show as of season 11, and it never comes into play again. Mm -hmm. Well, that was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to change everything. It changed mm -hmm. exactly nothing. That's right. <laughs> um, and the other thing that I think really should also come into play and doesn't is when Brady's explaining why. Um, she's like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. You're right. And if I remember correctly, we move forward many a years to, let's say, the Hector Ramirez case. Rodriguez? One of those. Hector's case, um, which has, oh, what was his name? Tom Sizemore was the guest star, and now I can't remember the character's name. Um, but, like, uh, he is threatened by being assaulted in prison because he's a child molester. They're going to tell everybody that. And then that's why he confessed. And then there's the, literally the whole case is him taking back his confession because he was coerced. Air quotes on that for the uh, listeners. Um, so 
these things, it literally is something that happens again. Why has this not been addressed was the idea that are honestly, the SVU cops of all cops should not be threatening uh, perps with assault. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thing that we like touched on briefly in this episode, but I would have liked a deeper delve into that, I think, because that's always like, I mean, there's been a lot of problematic things in the show, like, let's not get it twisted. But that's one of the most, like, egregious, I think, like, now that we look back and are like, oh, maybe they shouldn't say that or do that. And it just keeps happening. <laughs> it has happened before, and it never really stops. And so I think it'd be so much, like, so interesting to to really, like, uh, examine that and, like, the repercussions of that. Right. So just uh, to clarify, the ones that I was talking about was Louis Hoda was the character in uh, Manhattan Vigil and Depravity yeah. Standards. So season, or in 2012 and 2015, we dealt with this. Uh, and this case is from, or this episode is from 2009. So, like, we shouldn't be threatening this. <laughs> I feel like it has happened as recently as this, like, past season or two, too. Probably. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I definitely think Yikes. it's still a tactic that we see. And I agree. I think it should have been addressed um, again after this episode because they did a great job bringing it up. So it's like, what? Okay. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> that Literally, they bring up two things that should change everything in this episode. And then it changes mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I, yeah. So those are some interesting thoughts. Um, let's discuss our favorite lines because there are so many. I'd love to. Um, all right. Uh, who, Sarah, would you like to start or do you want me to start? Oh, Sarah froze. I will start. Sarah left us. Sarah's frozen. Um, all right. Uh, I have... Um, Dispatch wrote this up as a sexually mutilated tree hugger. Um, So that's one. Um, I have someone did some illegal pruning, uh, Ah. left the berries, (laughs) chopped the the branch clean off. off. I had to say it with you. (laughs) Thank you. You can't hear us? Oh, no. Sarah, can you hear us? I can't hear. (laughs) Oh. oh, all right. I'm gonna remove her down there, but but she can still work on that. Give me a thumbs up when you can hear us. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, I also have thought squirrels preferred nuts. Yeah. Great. Um, I have back off steroid. <laughs> back off steroid. Bag off story oh. is such a good one. Oh, and it's all fun and games until somebody loses a piece. You stole so many. I only have three left, but that's okay. Good. I'm so glad. All right, what do you got? You, classics. Um, listen, Skeletor, get your bony ass out of here. That is a good one. Classic. It pairs very nicely with back off steroid, I think, honestly. Yeah. Um, are you interrogating me for murder or signing me up for a dating service? Which is just all the more ironic when we think about where we go with them yeah um and then this is like a more of a dramatic instead of a funny one but i made a mistake then you have to make it right i mean by talking to you i was like oh so good. i really like that so those were my three and of course at the beginning okay. of the episode uh with our tourists what the hell is that 
The devil, sweetie. The devil, I sweetie. I came back at a good time. Okay. Yeah, I reconnected my internet real fast. Hopefully right. that helped. Sarah, do you have uh, favorite lines? Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, I know I might have. I heard Taylor doing hers. Um, I like when they call the biker, which biker was it? They called Mudge Skeletor. Yeah. Like Skeletor. Yep. And Get when he told Liv, out here. <laughs> yes. And when he told Liv that they're they're not staring at you because they think you're guilty and you just look contagious. Or how contagious yes. you are. And yes. then it's a it's not a line, but it's a moment. I like at the end how after Olivia's knocked out the guy, then we see Elliot go whoosh and come in with his gun. Like, yeah, all right. And she's like, Yeah, I'm just finally over this damn flu. And it's like, oh um, Elliot, you're always the one to go whoosh after she has saved herself. Right. Can we just yes. <laughs> so I just that's a and really then, good point. So I laughed at that moment and I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's a really great point um, and a really good moment. I love that. Um, I'm. I feel like it's all fun and games until someone somebody loses a penis. Might be our next swag. I feel like that might be our next swag. It's. I think it needs to be. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, are there any lines from this one that you think uh, deserve a swag? Should we? <laughs> make a thing. Olivia in Bolivia. So <laughs> Olivia in Bolivia. Yeah, the, the well, they didn't actually say it that way, but he said about having the oh, pamphlet. The, yeah, I did see that one from Olivia on your desk. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. That's smart. In Bolivia. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe made that line up in my head, but I wish they would have used it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Now that you say that, I'm like that's so smart. <laughs> I was like, that's a good line. I don't recall it. They missed an opportunity. <laughs> And when he held up the things, they were, there was a Bolivia one on that. Right. So, I really, she was making a plan for a trip. <laughs> I, I think it's so funny that she was making a plan for a trip because it does. I mean, I think if you had never seen the show before, you might have believed that she did it because she didn't have an mm -hmm. alibi because she was planning to leave because she, you know, uh, mm -hmm. did have the car, apparently. So it was I looking pretty imagine, bad. Yeah. I can imagine if you haven't seen the show and you popped into this one, you might have thought it. Yeah, um, for real. It would have been wrong, but you might have thought yeah. it. All right. Um, I happen to have information about this episode being ripped from the headlines. Um, in fact, this is based on... <laughs> nice, Taylor. Um, <laughs> this is based on a journal, the Forensic Science International Genetics uh, by an Israeli-based author, Dan Frumkin. Um, and if you Google, um, let's see, how, what did I Google? I think it was like, uh, well, I think I Googled that sentence actually. Um, but I found that there's a New York Times article from 2009 uh, about this concept that they have, Israeli uh, scientists have figured out how to fake DNA. And the fact that that is not more of a thing in the real world. Yeah. Wow. Excellent question. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is a real thing that is apparently ooh, doable. So frustrated. I pulled out a headphone. Um, <laughs> it is doable. Uh, and I think it is. Yeah, it's terrifying. It um, makes so it that, like you you feel as a viewer like, well, this could kind of happen to anybody. All they got to do is steal my utensils from a restaurant. I'm done right. for. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so as a reminder, when you're in a police station, do not leave any trash. Do not eat don't or drink, drink anything. Don't drink anything they give you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> not that I'm saying that the cops could frame you, but we've literally just told you the cops could frame you. Yeah. Yeah, we sure did. Um, I also any, have any actual... biology undergrad, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I also have a big uh, actual show news for those who don't know it. Um, season 23 is premiering September 23rd. Three, two, three. Oh, cute. It kind of lines up. 23, yeah. 23. Remember. Aww, yeah. So <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Of course, we will be continuing to discuss the show up until then, and then we will start with the new season. Um, but now it is time for our weekly poll. Taylor. I'd love to. Love to announce this. Well, last week we <laughs> talked about um, the absolute banger, Father Dearest. And we asked you guys who your favorite um, serial father was. <laughs> we got no others, so we just have three results. Um, sadly, in last place was the guy that we talked about last week, um, James Vanderbeek, a.k.a. Sean, from Father Dearest, with 9.5% of the vote. In second place, we have Ken, who is John Stamos's character, if you remember, um, R.I.P., what was that? The fishing knife or whatever? Yeah, it's Rip. such a good knife. It's so <laughs> such, a good, such a good episode. And then number one is none other than our boy Elliot Stabler with sixty-one point nine percent of the vote. Our favorite serial father. It's the least so. amount of children. The most <laughs> yes, the vote. most amount of votes. Congratulations, Elliot. Um, award. <laughs> This week, we're asking you what your favorite episode where a squad member either gets framed or is falsely accused of something is. Um, right now, the results, it's still very early, so they can change. But right now, in the last place with the 0% of the vote is delinquent, which is season 12, episode 23. That is where the kid, like, accuses Elliot of, like, sexually assaulting him, essentially. That's, you went with that one? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to make the poll next week? No, no. But here's every the week. Here's the thing. Delinquent is a fantastic episode. It is. It's, it's such a it's good, a good episode. one. But like the episode. the accusation is so tiny. It's it is. But it's like the accusation in doubt where she says that he felt him up when she almost fell down the stairs. It's yeah. that small. Well, of an I was trying to spread out like different, different members. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because they've on. all been accused of something. That's true. And this another. is a great episode. It's a great episode. It's got zero percent, so do it some justice. Um, in well, tied for I guess second place is Lost Reputations. This is fourteenth episode one. That's our boy Craigan. Um, yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> it was a great episode. It's a great arc. That was a shocking cliffhanger too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we also have shocked that this has votes, but that's okay. I'm not judging anyone. Yes, um, is may, maybe um, <laughs> Cold Ball, which is season 20, episode nine. That's the Peter Stone episode. Um, I really don't even remember what happened because I have watched it once and won't watch it again because I hate Peter Stone. There's that. Uh, Sorry, here's what I'll say <laughs> for that one. Um, that's the one where it, it was kind of like a Kavanaugh esque, uh, Judge yeah. Kavanaugh esque story where like he was in college. Um, and then of course it was his friend, obviously. Um, and it was great. Go okay. On. Well put. Great, yeah, well put. great, great job. I don't, I don't know why it has so more votes than delinquent. That's offensive, but go on. <laughs> I agree. 
But in first places, of course, the one we just talked about, Perverted. Um, obviously, we've just discussed it at length, but Olivia gets accused by a biker gang. It's funny that you don't have uh, you don't have comment below if you want this. You don't have Amaro, and you don't have um, when Cassidy was framed multiple times. Cassidy was framed for murder. He's been framed framed many times. These are the ones that came to the top of my mind first. Finn was framed. uh, Mm -hmm. As everyone's been framed. So if you like (laughs) one of those better in comment below, please, we'll tell you where to find that. (laughs) Yes, we will tell you where to find that. I'm just giving you shit. Um, It's fine. What's new? <laughs> I missed you. That's all. Yeah. Um, all right. Here's our question. What did we learn this week? Every week now we're trying to learn something. Um, uh, would anyone like to begin? I'm happy to if you need me to. Well, I feel like it's all going to be the same, which is that you can literally just like fake DNA, essentially. That's what I learned and I'm very scared about personally. All right. Um, Sarah, what did you learn? Uh, the science stuff, yeah. And, science. And I learned that Olivia might go to Bolivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, that the color of the day is indigo. And apparently yeah. the colors change when a cop's undercover. And yes. I hope it's pink one day because I clearly like pink. That would be my color if I was Cute. undercover. It's pink. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I, I learned... Um, uh, it's all fun and games till somebody loses a penis. You uh, learned that? You no. didn't know that? <laughs> no, I knew that. Um, no, but I I learned um, that that the show brought up two game changers and did nothing with them. Um, so I definitely learned that. Um, and I think I learned um, that Langan always thought that he'd find Stabler there one day, not Benson. I think that I think was fair. Yeah, actually, the truth is the one thing that I did learn, because all those things I think I, I knew. The one thing I did learn this episode, this time watching it, is that T-Bone and the undercover cop were two different people. I think this being my like 15th time seeing this is the first time I realized that. <laughs> so, fair enough. Yeah, that's what I learned. It's confusing. And Elliot mortgaged his house for Olivia. And we don't know how Kathy took that. Right. <laughs> Question. Probably like, not when great. Did, when did she get a divorce? Is that in the letter? Maybe he's like, remember when I mortgaged my house? <laughs> <laughs> I've got theories about the letter. What TBT? Remember when I mortgaged my house? Remember? <laughs> I love it. We got to bring it into every episode somehow. Like, the letter? <laughs> yeah. You gotta just another clock right now. It's in the yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's about it. Well, actually, we have some things that we have to tell you before we wrap things up. First, Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Where can everyone find you on the internet? What are you up to? So I am everywhere at Sarah Pahala, S-A-R-E-H-P-U-H-A-L-A, Sarah Pahala. And you can find me in my social media pages and updates about upcoming theatrical things. I hope to be involved. There's a great show coming for a company local to me. They're called Black Sheep Players and they're doing a show called N, which is a, it's a very diverse thing and the use of the N word in a show. So it's very kind oh. of deep and it's interesting. So I'll have posts about that. I'm not in it. There really wasn't a role for suited for me, but I'm going to help work it and be backstage and stuff like that. So that's oh, happening cool. in September. Yeah. And, um, and then I'm just submitting away. Things are finally starting to open up here in the city. I'm based um, 
in Pittsburgh area on the East Coast and not too far from New York, far enough, but things are starting to open up and I'm kind of starting to submit things and and I'm going to be involved in some virtual readings and yeah, fun stuff going on. But everywhere at Sarah Pahal and my name, Google me, I'll pop up, IMDB, Twitter, Insta, <laughs> my website, all the stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Um, and hopefully in season 23 of SVU. Yes. Hopefully. I yes. Come on, hire guys. Me, Warren. Hire me, Warren. I can, I you can say indigo, indigo so well. Indigo. Yes. Indigo. Be, I can be an undercover. I look young. I look like a minor. Make me the undercover cop person when you need, you know, the bait. I'll be the bait. <laughs> or be a minor. Or just be a minor. Yeah. Make me the victim. I'll do it. Or the... The unsuspecting perp, whatever you want, I'll do it. Sign yeah, <laughs> could you uh, deliver? What was the line? What's what's Lily's line? Be a perp, Lily. You know, what like, Taylor, you know what I'm talking about, Taylor. You know what I'm talking about, Lily Reinhardt's line. The line is, oh, I think, why not? Why not? I think, <laughs> why not? Why? <laughs> and and why the other, one, I'm too beautiful for prison. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was perfect. Uh, those are good. All right. Um, our big announcements for those who don't know, we're selling ridiculous merch. Um, and you can check out uh, Slam and Pair Jeans onesies for your offspring, but also um, Justice for Snowball, uh, which I. Snowball. Somebody tweeted about Dodd's death being the most devastating. And I responded and was like, no, Snowball. Snowball. You tried it. Apparently, uh, Warren disagreed with Which, And there was a dead dog mentioned in this one, wasn't there? At the house. Yeah. When, yes. they, when they rolled in, and there's, they killed the dog. And Finn's like, they killed the dog, man. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Sad. Snowball's a cat, but still the pets. The animals. No, Snowball is a dog. Or Snowball is a dog. Oh my gosh. Yes, Snowball's yeah. a dog. I have the sticker. You have the sticker. Snowball. I chose what, I what, what kind of dog Snowball was. <laughs> I did a lot of research and made a decision. Um, it looks like a webkins. It looks like a webkins, and I love that. Um, it is not because I think I could be sued for that. It was not that. I'm just using um, the vibes then. I see. All right. Um, but what we wanted to also tell you is that we will be back every week now going forward um, through the season premiere. Uh, so we'll be doing older episodes. Uh, Taylor, how do we? How will we be deciding on older episodes? I don't know. We don't know I either. We'll do let it. you all know. <laughs> we just will. I don't know. Can go through uh, my list. Yes, we can go yeah, through we'll list. <laughs> um, I also want to give some shout outs. I know that we had some people watching us live. So thank you for being here. We will be back again every week. Uh, Zach was here. Hello, Zach. And Audrey O is here. Um, Audrey's asking us if we're going to compare SVU to um, apparently a Grey's Anatomy rape scene. Um, I had actually heard uh, about some Grey's Anatomy scene before, but we're not Grey's people. Um, we're SVU people. So maybe one day we'll find some Grey's people. I'm sure we know some, Taylor. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely do. No shade. It's just not my thing. Yeah. We, we'll watch watched... episodes with, with Grey's Anatomy guest stars because I'm sure there are many of those. But... I yeah. watched it early on and then I, I, I got away from it. So I... Same. I recall some intense stuff, like I might know, but I don't know enough to know. But yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, there's a good chance that I won't recognize the characters for whatever that is because I stopped watching in season two. So exactly. Yeah. So unfortunately, we yeah. will not be doing that. But maybe we'll talk to some Grey's fans and and figure out a a solution. Um, but until next time, Taylor, where can everyone find you and the poll? 
Yes, you can find me and the poll on Twitter at alphabet underscore and you can also find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host a Twilight podcast called Women Forks if you're into that. And I write for a site called Show Snob. I cover all of the best um, critically acclaimed shows. I'm going to be covering Nine Perfect Strangers when it premieres later this month. If you are um, excited about that, Nicole Kidman has a great accent, so you should be. <laughs> you can find me all those places. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Felicia is usually with us. You can find her at It's Felicia Michelle on Instagram. You can also find her and me on Saturdays uh, and Sundays on the Electric Now podcast, doing the official Leverage Redemption After Show, a very distinctive podcast, um, which has the cast and the crew of Leverage Redemption, um, which is available on IMDb TV, which is just Amazon with ads. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, we'll see you all next time. Thank you again, Sarah, for joining us. We loved having you here. Thank you so much for having me anytime. Love SVU. Love you guys. <laughs> Misty Felicia.